When the pressures of life mounts, and it seems as if it's one catastrophe after another, it causes us to ask, why me? Give me 10 minutes. I just need 10 minutes to help you reframe the question and change your perspective. It's now time for a new episode of It's Just 10 Minutes. If your life has been anything like mine has been these last few weeks, there's been a time or two or three or even 20 that you have asked, why me? Like a whole lot of you in these last few weeks, I've experienced the avalanche of life. It's been one thing after another, and hardly any of it has been good. But as it is with all avalanches, it's all you can do to keep from being buried alive. These last few weeks have allowed me to identify with Marvin Gaye when he said it makes me want to holler and just throw up my hands. I've been left scratching my head, asking out loud, Lord, why me? Now I know I'm not the only one to have these moments. I look at our brother Job, lost, he lost everyone that he held dear and everything he owned in the span of one day. Now it's not recorded in the Bible, but surely at some point he had to think to himself, Lord, why me? I'm reminded of Paul, the Apostle Paul, a man who had been beaten and jailed and ostracized. Surely on more than one occasion he had to say to himself, Lord, why me? Even Jesus, as he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, somewhere in his anguish, he had to wonder, Lord, why me? Now over these past few broadcasts, we've talked about the frustration of waiting and about the growing pains that we endure as we go through the various situations in our lives. And as we go through these emotions and these feelings, it will cause us to ask, why me? Why am I the only one going through all of these changes? Why me? But I've discovered something. I've discovered that why me? It may not be the right question to be asking. The question we should be asking when life gets hard, when the waiting gets to be too much, the question we should ask isn't why me, but why not me? When we look at the question of why me, all we do is invite doubt to enter our situation. We've signaled the beginning of doubting ourselves and doubting God who is at work in our situation. Why me? Says that there's got to be something wrong with me. That all of these tests and trials, this frustration I'm going through, surely it has to be because I've done something wrong. That's what the world would have you believe. That's their narrative. The world says that if you are going through something, it's because you did something and now you're being punished. Even in biblical times, if you had a disability or a defect or, or if you were like Job, losing everything that you had, surely it was because you had sinned or your parents had sinned. Why me? What did I do to deserve all this that I'm going through? Why me? It's the invitation to the pity party you're about to throw. Why me turns everything inward and causes us to retreat and fall into a pitiful state where all we do is bemoan our situation and circumstance and feel as if we will never come out. Why me? 
it will have us forsaking the assembly of the saints in order to hook up and hang out with others in their wimey state. Because misery, indeed, loves company. Why me? It's problem-focused. It only allows you to focus on what's wrong, what's not going right. Why me? It lets you play the blame game, blaming yourself, blaming others, and blaming God for whatever state you find yourself in. Asking why me? You know who loves to answer that question for you? The enemy. Oh yeah, the enemy loves to answer the why me question. And his answers, they're always the same. I thought God loved you. If he loved you, then why are you going through all this? Where is God? See, he left you. Look at you, all alone, in pain, frustrated. And where is he? Those answers, they always push us further away from God and closer to depression and hopelessness. And none of that is productive. And that's why it's important to reframe the question. Because the question isn't why me, but instead the question becomes, why not me? Why shouldn't it be me going through all of this? Because as believers, it's never a question of if we go through anything, but when. And when we ask why not me, instead of inviting doubt, we activate our faith. Yes, faith. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Faith, the belief that even though it may not look like things are turning around for me, I know that it's about to turn any day now. And that's what alleviates the frustration of waiting and eases the pain of growing. Our faith. Why not me? The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 that God will never allow us to be tempted or to go through more than we can bear. So if you are going through an avalanche, if it seems as if the hits never stop coming, take heart. You know what that means? God has a lot of confidence in you. Look back at our brother Job. When the devil came looking for someone, it was God who offered him Job. God pointed out Job. He knew what the enemy had planned, but he chose Job anyway. And when we go through the trials and tribulations of life and the pressure seems to be so heavy, it's as if our very breath is being squeezed out of us. Perhaps God has chosen us because he knows we can handle it. Why not me? That's a question that God himself gets to answer. Where the enemy would plant seeds of doubt, God, when he answers, he gives us hope. He lifts us up and he encourages us. He answers with Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Why not me? Who wouldn't want the prosperous plans of the Lord? Who doesn't want to have a hope and a future in God? Why not me? When we reframe the question, we can reframe our perspective. Instead of looking at our trials like the world does, we begin to see our trials as God does. Our trials, there are means for God to show us who he is. For in the midst of our waiting, even with his frustrations, 
He shows us that he's a God who will keep us. When the pain of growing is almost too much to bear, God becomes our balm in Gilead. As the battle rages on and on, God proves to be our strong tower, our protector. Why not me? Those three words hold so much power. So when life seems to be beating you up and tossing you around like a rag doll, go to your mirror, look at yourself in it and ask, why not me? Ask yourself that question every day. And the more you ask it, the more strength you will gain from it. I'm not telling you anything that I heard. I'm just telling you what I know. So now what? What do we do now? What do we do because we're still waiting? We still have these growing pains. The war within us is still raging. The answer is both simple and complex. Keep waiting. Keep growing. And keep fighting. For sooner or later, it's going to turn around in your favor. Take heart. Be encouraged. Stop asking why me. Stop accepting the invite to the pity party for one. Instead, embrace the plans, the favor of the Lord for your life. Why not me? I just looked at the clock. It's been 10 minutes. Thank you for joining us this week. We will be back next week with an all new episode, a special episode. It's my birthday next week. So I'd love to share with you the 10 things I know for sure. Be sure to keep up with us at it's www.itsjust10minutes.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can catch these broadcasts on podomatic.com, spreaker.com, or podcast.com. And on our webpage. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And be on the lookout for our upcoming devotional. It's just a devotional. It's coming soon. Thanks for listening this week. Join us next week. You've got nothing to lose. You know why? It's just 10 minutes.